to Informed and Inflamed, where we seek to inform our minds with truth in order to inflame our hearts with love for God and neighbor. I'm Brad Owens, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about tough hides and tender hearts. We're going to think together about how desperately the world needs people with both of these things, with tough hides and tender hearts. In the Bible, Job chapter 5 verse 7 says that man is born to trouble as surely as the sparks fly upward. We don't have to live for very long before we realize that life is filled with trouble. Day by day, we bump into all sorts of difficult things, difficult responsibilities, difficult situations, difficult people. Sometimes we're the difficult person in a particular situation or relationship. The world, as well as our very own hearts, are filled with brokenness, and that brokenness shows itself in countless ways. But because of this pervasive brokenness in the world, we end up getting hurt and beat up sometimes. The world hits and bruises us, and that's why we so badly need a tough hide. We need thick skin to face all that we're going to run into in this broken world. Let me say from the start that saying that we need thick skin is not meant to insinuate that Christians should just sit back and take every punch that's thrown at them. There are things we should and must address, and that would be sinful or at least foolish to let them go unchallenged. I think this is important to keep in mind, but at the same time, the Bible does say that a person's wisdom yields patience, and it is a person's glory to overlook an offense. That's Proverbs 19, verse 11. So there you have it in that verse, the truth that it is a glorious and beautiful thing when a person overlooks an offense, and it takes a Holy Spirit-developed tough hide to be able to do that, doesn't it? We're so bad at overlooking offenses sometimes, especially when it comes to those closest to us. This shouldn't really surprise us. Our sin is going to express itself most with those we are most comfortable with. It's often in the privacy of our own homes that the worst of us comes out. Just think about how difficult it is to respond with grace when your spouse makes some biting comment about how you're not helping enough around the house or you didn't do something the right way. In those moments, we can feel offended, like our hard work and contribution to family life isn't appreciated. And the last thing we want to do in those moments is hold back and just let it go. Yet many times, that is what we should do. In reflecting on my own life, I have realized that particular situations remind me of how badly I need spirit-empowered thick skin. Those times are when I'm in the midst of conflict or I'm facing criticism of some sort. And I think the underlying problem that makes these things so troubling is because my heart is so hungry for the approval of others. And this, I know, is a problem for all of us. Proverbs 29, verse 25 says, Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. We all want to be liked. We all want people to think well of us. 
The Lord, though, gives us a much-needed warning in this verse. He reminds us that that idolatrous craving to be liked by others can get us into trouble. Conflict and criticism can draw our people-pleasing tendencies to the surface in a very powerful way. When there's conflict, we may be willing to say or do whatever we need to in order to make peace. Or when we receive criticism, it can be so tempting to bend to the will of the critic so that the criticism will just stop. The pressure to conform is something we all experience and have to battle against, and we need the Lord's help to grow in this. Thankfully, the help we need is always readily available. Listen to the comforting reassurance given to us in Hebrews 4, verse 16. It says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Like we've already said, life in a broken world means we need some spirit-developed thick skin. And that tough hide helps us in countless ways as we navigate difficult situations and troubles throughout life. There's a certain kind of glory that a person has who can walk through the grime of life and still maintain their spiritual composure. Troubles have a way of showing us what's truly in our hearts. And most of the time, we are humbled as we experience our weakness and sin in a deeper way when life gets hard. But troubles can also present opportunities for our spirit-empowered heart change to be displayed in remarkably beautiful ways. Many of us have had the incredible privilege of seeing a fellow Christian walk through unspeakably painful circumstances, and they've done so with a rock-solid resilience and sturdy faith in the Lord. And it's amazing to witness a brother or sister in Christ glorifying God by walking joyfully through suffering, not because our circumstances are pleasant, but because they trust the good God who stands behind their circumstances. Jesus, of course, is the perfect example of this. He endured unimaginable suffering for the sake of rescuing us from the penalty our sins deserve. Only because of Christ can the words of Psalm 103 verse 10 be true for us. Psalm 103 verse 10 says, He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Jesus, the flawless God-man, showed how tough and relentless his love for us is by stopping at nothing to save us from our fallen condition in sin. God's good and holy law demands payment for sin, and Jesus came to do what we could never do, to pay the penalty our sins deserve. And in doing this, he forever set free from sin all those who turn away from sin and trust in Christ for the the salvation they so desperately need. But in addition to a tough hide that can withstand all that life throws at us, we also want to be people with tender hearts. Ephesians 4 verse 32 says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I love this verse because it grounds our growth in tenderheartedness in our recognition of the Lord's forgiveness and tenderheartedness toward us. This is one of the greatest secrets to growing in godliness. Sometimes we can think the way to grow and experience change is just to try harder. We've got to buckle down, get ourselves in gear, and just stop sinning. Now, God certainly does want us to 
put sin to death and to grow in holiness, but the great secret that fuels and empowers this pursuit of becoming more like Jesus is growing in love and appreciation for all that God has done for us, not so much focusing on what we must do for God. God's love for us ignites our love for God and our love for others. The vertical drives the horizontal. If we want to become more like Christ, the most important thing we can do is to look at Christ. Look at all that he has done for you. Look at the costly sacrifice he made to rescue you from your sins. Look at how tenderly and graciously he continues to deal with you in all your weakness and brokenness. Looking at Christ and being dazzled and amazed by his gentle care for you will melt your heart and make you more gentle and tender-hearted toward others. And we need this, don't we? When it comes to the failures and weaknesses of other people, rather than responding with grace and compassion, sometimes we're irritated that we've got to deal with yet another problem. We see it more as an inconvenience than as an opportunity to love and serve someone else who is struggling. And even if we initially respond with compassion, we can grow impatient as the issue lingers on. The person may need more help and encouragement, and you just wish there was an easy fix to quickly resolve it. I think if we're honest, we all feel this way sometimes. But thanks be to God that his love for us is filled with unimaginable patience, gentleness, and tenderness. He is truly the tender-hearted one, and we will be enabled to respond patiently and tenderly to others only as we recognize and grow in our appreciation for how gloriously good and gentle God is in his care for us. So as you seek to personally grow in this, perhaps you could make it a habit to pray for a greater understanding of God's gracious care for you every time you respond insensitively or unkindly to someone else. Again, I believe the primary way we grow in tenderheartedness toward others is by having our hearts melted by God's tenderheartedness toward us. Ephesians 4.32 again, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And the crazy thing is that we will spend our entire lives, and all eternity for that matter, discovering and unearthing the glorious riches of God's unfailing love for us. We will never in a million years plumb the depths of God's vast and immeasurable love for us. That's precisely why for all eternity, every day will be better than the day before, because each day will give us an ever-expanding vision of how good our God is, and each day will bring us into an ever-deepening experience of enjoying God, and our hearts will be forever satisfied by none other than our gloriously tender-hearted God himself. That is an incredible reason to rejoice and be glad all the days of our lives. Well, that is it for this episode of Informed and Inflamed. Thanks so much for joining me, and I look forward to connecting with you again next time.